0: Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for shining on today. I have a couple of special offers for you. One is free and the other is a nice discount. First, Sharon Rosen, an embodiment coach, would like to give you a complimentary one-on-one conversation for what she calls a peace discovery session. What does an embodiment coach do? So one
1: thing that I love to
0: have people do is literally
1: put one hand on their abdomen and one hand on their chest over their heart and just breathe and sort of drop their awareness, literally like you're just kind of going down a chute from your head down into your body and breathe into those areas and start to feel that you're presenced in your
0: body listen for details on how you can receive your free session and Elizabeth Browning and I are inviting you to a woman's empowerment workshop it's called love just in time for Valentine's Day it's next Sunday February 12th in Peekskill we want you to love your life so we have a special offer for you too. Elizabeth what will we be doing at this workshop
2: well I think that most women really, if you ask people what they really want, I think most of us really want happiness and respect for who we are and what we do, and love, and an ability to actually make a difference in other people's lives. And I think as women, we think that that's going to come from the outside, and we don't realize that that's actually an inside job, and that we have the ability to create that right now and actually show the world who we are. So on Sunday, what we're gonna do is we're going to go through a series of exercises that I use with professional actors when they decide to step into a role of their choice. We're gonna pick the role of our choice that we wanna play in life. And I'm going to show people actual techniques and exercises that will clear your own space so that anything becomes possible and ways to actually step into the life that you dream of living and experience it and then take it out into the world and actualize it. So going be, we're going to be up on our feet. We're going to be moving. We're going to be discovering. It's fun. It's simple. People from every walk of life have done these exercises, and they love them. And you will leave having fallen in love with yourself in your vision of your life in the future, and you're gonna give yourself a brand new start.
0: Talk to the shy people who say, oh, I would love to have all those things in my life that you mentioned, but I'm not one for getting in a group and, you know, moving around the room. I totally, totally
2: understand those shy people, and believe it or not, there have been many instances in which I've been one of those going, oh, I just, I cannot possibly do this. But here's the truth. If nothing changes, nothing changes. And to have what you've never had You have to do something that you've never done. And we make this space so safe that the shy people can stand in the very back. Nobody has to see them. They can go as far as they want, or they can sort of take baby steps toward it. But I can promise them that even if they get up and just stand in place with an intention, things will begin to shift in their lives. And a lot of times I think um, shy is really about being afraid that you're going to fail or being afraid to try because you're not going to look right or sound right, and it's painful. But in this set of exercises, you cannot fail, and there's no right or wrong way to do it. And what you're going to do is you're going to discover a more empowered and more confident self.
0: I still have flashbacks to the 7th grade class trip when the whole class had to play baseball and I tried so hard Mm. not to get up at bat, but then they noticed that I hadn't, so I had to, and it was so horribly humiliating. Mm.
2: (laughs) And you know what? Those are the times that we reference back to. We don't think back to the moments Where we did something and it worked, or we did something and we had a breakthrough, or we made a difference, or we found our voice, we always reference back to those places of pain, and part of this work is about rewiring those. So the same old record doesn't play over and over again when you're about to step into something new, when you're about to follow one of your dreams, when you're about to speak your truth to someone. Instead of the old, oh dear, it's going to go badly, we need to scratch that record so it can't even play the same way and create a whole new set of um, energies and and envision how we want to be and then create that and use that as the new record that starts to play. And the good news is we can do that. We can literally create our lives however we choose to.
0: I did, because now I can't pass a friendly game of anything without picking up a bat and taking a (laughs) swing.
2: Isn't it great? Isn't it great? And what was it? Babe Ruth, like, I don't know how many times he struck out some record amount of times that he struck out, but he was also the record holder in home runs because he kept swinging. He just kept swinging. And I think as women, for us to know, if we keep taking steps toward what we want, we will actually get there. One way or another, we'll get there. It may not look exactly the way we thought it was going to look, but it's really in the action that we learn. And they say that right after a moment of failure, is when your system is most open to learning and adjusting and improving. So instead of being afraid to fail, we need to double our number of failures, but celebrate them as learning experiences and then get up and take the next step. Breakthrough is much closer than
0: anybody thinks. That's Elizabeth Browning, who will be presenting Love, the Women's Empowerment Workshop with me next Sunday, February 12th in Peekskill. If you'd like to come, we can offer a 20% discount code to you today if you email Casey Radio at gmail.com. And check the website, kcradio.com, for all the details. Now, let's get into our bodies with Sharon Rosen, who I met last year at a wellness fair. Her spiritual booth was right next to mine. What I was offering that day was Kabbalistic healing. You
1: know, massage is fabulous. I'd never want to live my life without receiving it, and I still love giving it. But if people aren't willing, able, interested, open to working on things from the inside out, you know, there's only so much pushing on the issues in their tissues that one can do, and it's not going to really affect change overall.
0: Let's just introduce the topic of the Kabbalah and the healing therein.
1: Within Kabbalah, which is the considered the mystical aspect of Judaism, there is a concept of the Tree of Life, and the Tree of Life is really um, an outpicturing of how creation came to be in manifest form from the unlimited light of the source. So those aspects of that tree, which are part of creation and are also, of course, part of us, are what I work with. When I'm working with people doing healings, and most of the healings that I do are based on the different aspects of the tree, which are called the sephirote.
0: Say that word again.
1: Sephirote, S-E-P-H. I r o t Sephirot.
0: Suphiro. Oh, I've seen that word. I never knew how to say it. I know. Uh, yeah, so
1: there's this the spherot.
0: And if
1: anybody has seen an image of the tree, it's a central column that's a little bit longer and then a right and a left column, and all of these circles, or spherot, are connected because, of course, everything is connected, and it's a holographic universe. So there are also trees within each of those sephirot, and then within each of the little circles in that tree, there's a whole other tree. And so it has to do with non-duality. It has to do with the fact that there is nowhere God, or however you understand the creative force, nowhere that God is not, meaning it's in the the things we don't like as well as the things we do like, because anything that exists exists because of that creative spark including things like cancer and pollution so yeah big big topic but that's just kind of a little a little snapshot overview and then based on sacred conversation that i have with the person where they just present whatever is up for them in that moment i'm able to feel into their tree and where within the tree of themselves some of those sephirotes are a little out of alignment and then the healing helps to bring them into alignment
0: okay So I'm sure everyone has seen the pendant or the wall hanging or the picture of what is called the Tree of Life, yes? Yeah. And that's just a beautiful tree, you know, with, lu- it's like a lush, wonderful round top to that tree, and uh-huh. that's called the Tree of Life. When you talk of the Tree of Life, you're speaking of a different kind of diagram, right? Yes,
1: very specific visual. I-, I think a lot of people, if if they read Carolyn Mace's Anatomy of the Spirit, I know she goes into Kabbalah a little bit in that, and that was a book a lot of people seem to have seen.
0: Um, right. And I've had a couple of the Bergs on the show. Oh, cool. I think father and son and mother, too. I think I've had them all okay. on the show. So we've talked about Kabbalah before. So, But what we're talking about is taking this diagram that is called the tree of life and that has tree-like properties. And basically, that is it gets laid over the body of a person, not literally, but figuratively. Figuratively. <laughs> Figuratively, yes.
1: We don't, we, you know, my teacher always taught we don't want to anthropomorphize the tree and turn it into a thing, but much, much similar to how you can imagine and sense the chakras Mm -hmm. down the central column of your, of your body. There is a way to envision and embody
0: the tree in a person's being, it's really more of an energetic. An energetic tree, sure, sure. I get that. So we're all walking around with this energetic tree imprinted on us or thinking that we're all walking around with this energetic pr- tree imprinted on us can help us in this type of healing.
2: Absolutely.
1: And also the fact that all of the space around us is also filled with
0: trees. (laughs) The tree is everywhere because God, God is everywhere. Exactly. The tree is everywhere. God is everywhere. And this is just a way, kind of like astrology or Reiki or anything else, it's just a way of understanding things to move forward. Yes. And if it resonates with you, if Tree of Life resonates with you, run to a Kabbalistic healing. If it doesn't resonate with you, there are a million other modalities. And I believe that because individuals are so unique, God needs a million different ways to try to reach us.
1: That's a great way of putting it.
0: Absolutely. And different things, I always say, different things work for different people and different things work for each of us at different times. Right. We're talking to Sharon Rosen, embodiment coach and energy healer. Let's start there. Embodiment coach means what? Well, so I learned when I
1: was a massage therapist that a lot of us really live in our heads. We're not really living in our bodies. If something hurts, if something is sick, if you stub your toe, you notice your body. If something doesn't go well, but a lot of us are just our world, our society. uh, It just really has us living very much in our heads, which also means living in our worries and in our circuitous kind of thoughts that aren't so good and trying to always think our way through things and there's so much wisdom in the
0: body. One of my early yoga teachers many years ago said, you know, most people just live from the neck up.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's what I say, we're like walking heads. Imagine a line right across the base of your neck and your body's kind of taking you for a ride and so I love to really help people live comfortably in their own skin in their body yes and also learn how to access the wisdom that's in their body that's available for them that if you're just always trying to figure things out you know cognitive thinking is great it builds things it creates things it gave us you know the internet and modern medicine it's it's fabulous we need it but there's a wisdom in the body that helps guide us into making better decisions, into knowing where we should go or not go or how to be in certain areas of our lives, that uh, we just block those messages a lot. Yeah. Don't even know that they're there. Don't
0: even know that they're there. I was just on LinkedIn a little while ago. Faces pop up. Would you like to connect with this person? Would you like to connect to that person? And I do like a full body scan. And Uh I'm looking at this person saying, do I want to connect with them? And if the body says yes, I click. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Now, I've come a long way, but I can feel things in my gut. I can yes. feel things on the right side of my head. My body is always talking to me. But yep. for somebody who isn't familiar with this, how would you explain like somebody today sitting at a stop sign or, you know, lying in bed listening to listening to this broadcast, how give them a little exercise so they could get in touch with listening to their body cues? So one thing that I love to have people
1: do is literally put one hand on their abdomen. And one hand on their chest, over their heart, and just breathe and sort of drop their awareness, literally like you're just kind of going down a chute from your head, down into your body, and breathe into those areas and start to feel that you're presenced in your body. And then notice what comes up. You know, you may feel a little bit of a, a kind of a tightness, and then you can actually ask it, what do you, what do you need me to know?
0: Yeah. What are you trying to tell me?
1: What are you trying to tell me? I'm, I'm here. I'm here and I'm paying attention. Because a lot of times it's just waiting to talk with us and communicate with us. And sometimes a simple thing like putting your hand on your chest and saying, hello, here I am, as simple and silly as that can sound, it's so powerful. And to just become present in the moment in your body. Say hello and notice areas where, you know, you may feel a little flutter or a little tightness. It's there for a reason. It's not there for nothing.
0: Right. If God is everywhere, God is in every cell. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, absolutely. And in every flutter. Yes. So what is that? You know, you said say hello. Have you ever read um, Dr. Master Shaw?
1: Oh, yes, actually, I've oh, been yeah. going
0: to a local group and doing
1: work with, um, with some of his master teachers, and I love it. It's like,
0: hi, hello, liver, I love you, do a good job, it's, it's so wonderful. Yeah, he's twice been on the show, too, and by the second time, I was able to understand some of the things he was saying. Right, right. <laughs> right. A joyful, joyful spirit, but he has like a say-hello therapy where you just check in with your mind, heart, spirit, and every part of your body, so... Right. Oh, body. Yeah, and if everyone that's listening is doing that right now, your body has a lot to say if you just tune in. And then when you're in a tense situation or any kind of situation, you'll realize that your body is giving you messages, but you have to make time, I think, to get that doorway open so the messages go back and forth.
1: Absolutely, and I'm a, a, a huge advocate of taking time to develop some kind of a regular practice because like I always say you know Chopin didn't just sit down at the piano one day and start playing gorgeous sonatas he had to learn the keys he had to learn the notes he had to learn the scales and get his dexterity you know you don't just tune in and get stuff some people do but a lot of people don't
0: so practice practice just sit quietly with yourself and check in every day for even one minute one minute is glorious precious yeah so precious and And I would say on top of that, trust, 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 trust. You're going to get some crazy responses. You're going to say, what is in my, what just popped into my head? Trust that.
1: Exactly. I just was teaching a class. I teach it at the Desmond Campus um, Continuing Ed at uh, Mount St. Mary's in Newburgh. One of the women, she would always preface what she was sharing with, I know this sounds silly, but I'm probably crazy.
0: But I was like, no, honey, you're having your experience. Be in your experience. It's wonderful. We are speaking to Sharon Rosen, embodiment coach and energy healer. Early on in our conversation, like 11 minutes ago, you said non-duality. Ah. What is non-duality, Sharon Rosen? Human beings are splitting machines, right?
1: It's good, it's bad, I like it, I don't like it, come closer, go away. But the universe at its best and the divine in truth is non-dual, meaning everything gets to exist exactly as it is. I I see so much, especially in the spiritual communities, everybody just wants to go for the light, go for the positive. You know, there's something called a spiritual bypass where it's like, but it's all good. It's all good. It's like, no, it's not all good. You
0: stub your toe. And am am I allowed to use profanity? Well, let's try it out. Let's see how far we get.
1: Well, so if you stub your toe, your first response is going to be, oh, crap, that hurts. It's not going to be, oh, wow, what's the lesson, (laughs) you know, to go thereafter. So, you, you know, we have to be able to hold all of it. I remember when, you know, when my mom died and we were so close and it was such a horrible, you know, last few years of her suffering. So I was feeling everything. You know, I was feeling relieved for her and for me. We were both suffering. I was feeling lost and bereft and sad. And people would say to me, how are you doing? And I would say, I'm grieving and I'm okay. Because they were both true.
0: They were both true. Because
1: I was in my grieving, and that was what made it okay.
0: Yes, and, and, and as a society, we tend to push people out of it.
1: Oh, oh, so much. It's like, oh, shouldn't you be back at work after three weeks or a week? It's busy. Right.
0: You know, it makes me understand, like the old Italian ladies I grew up with, if someone passed in the family, they'd wear black for a year, or maybe black for the rest of their lives, which may have been excessive, but give yourself time. Yes, well, and that's
1: one of the things I love about in in Judaism, which I studied Kabbalah for a lot of reasons, but part of it is because I was raised Jewish, and I didn't get that in how I was raised. I didn't get that deep, delicious, connected spirituality. It was in me, but I didn't have a framework for it, so Kabbalah actually gave me a framework. In Judaism, it's very prescribed. You've got that first week of Shiva. And then there's the whole first month, which is another period with a specific kind of quality to it around grieving. And then there's like the whole first year that there are things you do or things you don't do. It's to support you.
0: Yeah, beautiful. You know, I was raised um, Roman Catholic, and I read everything I can about the Kabbalah because Jesus is a Jew. That's right. (laughs) And they they didn't teach us what he was into. You know what uh, I mean? And some people do say that he was a Kabbalist. Ah, really? Would not surprise me Sharon Rosen is our guest Embodiment coach And energy healer We're going over Just in broad strokes You know Some of the wonderful things She does And one of the things That you ask us to do Is uh, learn to live With mindful awareness Can you give us Some pictures Of what mindful awareness Looks like
1: It's funny Because I I hear A lot of people Talk about it As if it's this Other thing to do But it's, it's more How you be So like right now I'm very present with you, even though we're on the phone, but I can visualize you and I can feel your energy. So I'm very present with you. And then every once in a while, I look up and I look out the window and I see the snow and then I'm present with that, but I'm still here with you. So it's a way of being kind of turning the dial down on the mind chatter. And, you know, when I'm speaking to Casey, I'm speaking to Casey. And then when we're done speaking, I'll probably get up and go use the bathroom. And just really taking all of yourself with you in whatever it is that you're doing.
0: All right. You don't have to go to the bathroom now, do you? No.
1: No, thank you. But (laughs) (laughs) this is my example.
0: (laughs) No, I have to tell you a funny story. I was listening to the radio once, and I heard a woman say, if you knew how badly I had to go to the bathroom right now. (laughs) And then I couldn't relax. I was like, oh, well, go, for God's sake." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Sharon Rosen is our guest right now. We're talking about mindfulness. I've found in my own life, sometimes when I am with the people I know the best, like my husband, the people I'm most comfortable with, mm-hmm. I'm the least mindful of. How so? My husband and I can be in the same room, but I know that with that comfort level, my mind is free to go other places. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine, too.
1: There is a time and a place and and good things in life, you know, you want to plan a vacation or you want to reminisce about a wonderful event that happened in your life. So to me, being mindful doesn't mean you're just always intensely focused on this moment
0: now. Hanging on is every word. Exactly, but but sometimes I'll realize, "Oh my God, he's talking, and I'm not listening." (laughs) Well, but then you became aware. That's I don't.
1: I don't just say mindfulness. I call it being mindfully aware because sometimes I have a lifelong habit that I've been working on, and I'm better at. being an interrupter, because I get so excited, you know, about what I want to say in response to someone else. So there are times that I will still do that, but I have an awareness of it, and I have an awareness that it's something that I want to do better at next time, and then I, you know, and then there's forgiveness. You know, everybody talks about gratitude, but I think forgiveness is a really huge practice, and Master Shaw talks about that a lot. You know, then to forgive yourself instead of beating yourself up to like, Damn, I did that again. Like, wow, look, oh, I'm so human. I did that again. I'm doing my best. And now I have an awareness that, yeah, I can still do that. And so let me watch how I show up the next time.
0: And sometimes with some people that's totally accepted, my girlfriends and I call it talking squirrel. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We'll do like two minutes on this topic, go to this topic, come back to that topic, go to another topic. And, you know, with really close friends, that's totally cool. Yes. Come on over, sit at my table, let's talk squirrel. (laughs) Because we're all just so excited and want to share our ideas and so grateful to be in like-minded company. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Sharon Rosen, embodiment coach and energy healer. How can people who maybe want to work with you get in touch with you?
1: I was hoping you would ask. My website is heartofselfcare.com. Just like it sounds, no spaces, no underscores, heartofselfcare.com. And my phone number, I'm, I love hearing from people. And no obligation. I just love connecting with people. So I would welcome a phone call at 845-691-5548. Just call, say, I heard you on Casey's show, and I'm curious about this, and we'll see what happens.
0: Great. And you're right here in the Hudson Valley.
1: I am right here in
0: the Hudson Valley. I'm in Highland between Poughkeepsie and New Paltz. Sharon has a four-week mindfulness meditation class beginning February 12th in New Paltz. You can find out more and register on her website, heartofselfcare.com. You'll find it under the services tab. Sharon also has a fabulous free meditation download you can get on her homepage. And here is your special offer. Sharon would like to give you a free one-on-one Embody Peace Discovery Session. To schedule yours, email Sharon at heartofselfcare.com. Just say you heard it on Shine On. Okay. And we mentioned a few books, Carolyn Mace, M-Y-S-S, Anatomy of the Spirit, and the Berg family, Yehuda Berg especially, has written many, many books on Kabbalah. Okay, thanks for shining on today. If you want the 20% discount for next week's Women's Empowerment Workshop in Skill with Elizabeth Browning and me, email kcradio at gmail.com today. Now your thought for the day, from the lady I love so much I named one of my dogs after her. Ella Fitzgerald, she said... Just don't give up trying to do what you really want to do. Where there is love and inspiration, I don't think you can go wrong. See you next week.
1: You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show with Casey and Ella's Leash Production. The content of Shine On, the health and happiness show is intended for general information purposes only. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at kcradio.com. Join Casey for another edition of Shine On, the health and happiness show, next Sunday morning from 100.7 WHUD.